Hey there, and welcome to Networking School, a podcast to sharpen your networking knowledge and add to your network. Join me each week for powerful interviews, strategies you can implement immediately, and connections to professionals you need to know. My name is Tish Times, and I am a sales and networking expert. I've been in the connection business my entire career, and for more than 10 years, I have been teaching entrepreneurs and sales teams to stop wasting time and money with ineffective networking. In addition to running a professional networking organization, I am in love with coaching entrepreneurs to sell with authority and network with confidence. Some of my clients have increased their income by more than 300% with the intentional networking strategies that I teach. It's time to stop playing with your income. It's time for more connections, more confidence, and more clients. It's time for networking school. I am so excited. You you all know how excited I get about my guests because we only bring the best people onto the Networking School podcast. But this week, we get a chance to hang out with Karen Rousseau, who is not only a dear friend, an amazing mentor, someone that I've looked up to for years. Her book changed my life. I can go on and on. I'm going to let her tell you all about herself. (laughs) So, Karen... Why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do? And most importantly, tell us something we're not going to read in your bio. Yes. Well, what I do is I call myself a, a money momentum coach or expert. So I help people not just like try to make more money or keep more money, but to have a relationship with their money that is based on rhythm. So, I mean, I think if if there was a thematic that would go through our conversation today, it's that, you know, money loves rhythm. And tangent, these days, rhythm is not just more, 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 faster, faster, faster. Yeah? Yeah. So, so that's, and I am, I look at money in a holistic way and I bring my 30 years of business, corporate banking, entrepreneurship, along with my 30 years of personal development, spiritual growth, and my role as an ordained minister. So The Money Keys, which is um, a book that changed Tish's life. Yes. Yes, was like, it, that's my original work. And it's, it is a holistic spirituality, beliefs, and habits approach to money. I love it. But I love that you ask, like, what don't people know about me? And I think um, what people don't know about me necessarily is that I'm a gigantic sports nerd. Like, I think I am just a, I'm really an 11-year-old girl (laughs) who wants to watch the gymnasts in the Olympics. And um, then whenever I move to a city, I've been in Arizona 16 years, I fall in love with the local teams. So this year when the Phoenix Suns were playing in, this is going to date this podcast, but the Phoenix Suns basketball team played in the finals, you know, my husband and I were on a car camping trip, literally finding a bar of cell signal so we could listen on the radio while we're at a campsite in Yellowstone with our, our little towels that say, let's go Suns." So I'm a big sports nerd. 
<laughs> I did not know that about you. And that's awesome because I was an athlete. I'm a sports fan as well. <laughs> that's, that's right. Track and field for you, right? No, basketball and volleyball. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I could... love football because I, you know, I happen to be the queen of my casa. I'm the only woman in the house. So all my guys love and played football. So I had to learn football too. <laughs> but that's really cool. That's great information. I, I just love, first of all, I love watching you and your husband like on Facebook. <laughs> you guys are so cute. Yeah, we are. Well, and this is the, I mean, it, it goes to our topic, which is like, let let the money and the activity and the business follow yeah. the purpose, the values, the vision, right? Because when you do that, like Bill and I, our wealth vision is these four words. We are already wealthy. I love it. We are already wealthy. Mm. Like, doesn't that just make you, it yeah. makes me feel yeah. like there's nowhere to get, there's nowhere to go. Yeah. That residential real estate that we invested in back in 2004, a uh, mm -hmm. tip, don't do that, people. Don't do that. <laughs> you know, it's like, so, you know, that didn't work out, but we are already wealthy. So, you know, I stole that from you and I won't say I stole it. I share that with you, I guess I should say, um, you know, having and I'm, I'm hoping you tell us a little bit about what you got going on now in your programs. But I went through a few of your, your programs and it was so impactful that one of my daily, you know, declarations is I am already wealthy because yes. of that. So yeah. I, I firmly agree. And, and just, let's just go there because, okay. yeah, I mean, the way that you do work is like no one else I've ever seen. First of all, it's very, you know, business forward, but it really helps people to understand, like you said, the rhythm of money, the relationship with money. So talk to us a little bit about sure. how that came about and what you're currently doing with that. Yes. And I think, you know, this is the um, the how it came about is part of the why it feels a little different. So people have longer, short memories to this. But remember back 2003, 4, 5, OK, like 3, 4, 5, 6, back then, uh, especially in North America, Western kind of culture, it, there was a couple of things going on. Uh, in terms of the business and entrepreneurial game, it was just the time where people are like, you know, you and I, we can make money on the internet. Yes. You, you know, we don't have to, you don't have to have a brick and mortar or uh, 20 years of products or a, a warehouse. You can make money with your services and your expertise. And so the business entrepreneurial space, it was all a uh, you got a millionaire mind. Let's break mm -hmm. some chairs or whatever. Yeah. Boards. That's what it was. Just yeah, break yeah, the yeah, boards yeah. and then stand on the chair. And there was a, a whole emphasis on mindset. Mm -hmm. Poor people think like this. Rich people think like that. Yeah. We want that. We want a good mindset and tactics and strategies. And that's where I went to those workshops, just like many people did. I called my at the time, very new husband. And I'm like, we're going to invest in real estate or uh, tax liens, or we're going to, I signed us up for this program, but it was tactics and strategies and mindset. So that was one experience I was having. Mm -hmm. And then I was a fairly new at the time, a uh, fairly new minister in a new thought teaching. And the new thought teachings are like unity or religious science, where it's a uh, 
taking religious truths across all of the religions. There's a oneness of all people. Our thought is creative and finding the best of those principles and then applying them to our lives. Well, Tish, in the spiritual communities, and I'm sure you've seen this in more traditional religious communities as well, there was very much a spiritual connection to God's abundance. So there's, uh, you know, I will open the doors and pour out of, you know, like I believe in the providence of the divine. So a lot about the, the mystical belief and faith. Mm-hmm. And affirmations created a different experience and all that. But at the spiritual centers I was going to, people were a little light on strategies and tactics. Mm-hmm. So you have very well-meaning people claiming opulence, but not being able to move their financial stuff forward. Right. Mm. And so in 2006, it was clear some work would come through me. And I just looked around at the, and I said, I see mindset and strategies. I see consciousness and affirmations, but what if there was a way of thinking about money that had spirituality, beliefs, and habits? Mm. Wow. I, I love that you brought it all together. And again, for those of you all who are listening, Karen, takes that spiritual perspective and puts some real practicality on it. And I, and I love how you see those little gaps and it's like, hmm, have you thought about this? Or how are you going to sustain that? Or, you know, and I, I love how you're able to do that because it makes it real. It makes it attainable and it does make it sustainable. And um, I think that when people are able to take that, yeah, I can speak it and believe it, and then they're like, okay, and I have some practical day, day by day, nuts and bolts work to do with it. That's when it becomes, oh, okay, I can do this. I can, I can declare it, but I can also do it, right? Yes. You know what? And just what you said, I can declare and I can do, that to me feels like that is the, you know, faith without works. It's, it's like yeah. the faith and the works. Mm-hmm. You know, people will sometimes hear treat or pray and, yeah. and move your feet. You know, it's like, yeah. I, I love that so much. So first of all, I'm going to ask you a question that you sure. weren't expecting. Do you remember when the two of us first met? It was one of the networking groups, right? It was. It was. I think I know it was one of those groups. And I don't tell me, tell me what you're thinking of. <laughs> yeah. So we, we like, uh, or, I mean, officially connected here in Phoenix, but you came to El Paso. Yeah, and El so Paso. Our E-Women. Yeah, our E-Women. Yes, okay, that's, there. Yeah. El Paso. My friend Melissa, Melissa Rodriguez brought you in as a speaker. And um, and we had it was one of those few meetings where we were like outdoors on a patio somewhere. And it was very casual. And I just remember thinking, man, that woman is brilliant. And, you know, maybe having a, a little conversation with you, never knowing that I would move to Phoenix one day and then we would connect and like have this great relationship. Uh, so, but like God set me up way back then. Way back then. For this moment. But yeah. then um, we spent a lot of time going in circles together through networking. And so I kind of want to talk a little bit about the role that networking has played in your life. And, you know, what would you say about that for people that are in business? Absolutely. Well, and I, I so love that you have evolved your sales and customer service and networking training to evolve to, and I was thinking a lot about this, like what is the 
the market and the world like now? And what are the options that people have? And the way networking, I'll tell you what has not worked for me that I know many of your people have done is the, um, the feeling of going to a place and trying to like hustle some transaction here yeah. at this lunch. Yes. And that, uh, that never has felt good. It just, it does, it not only does it not feel good, it doesn't feel like it really works very successfully. Like I, if someone is trying to get me to buy their skincare at a women's networking lunch, it just feels like, it feels like a little too heavy. Yeah. 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 But I'll tell you, I did buy, I did sign up for one of the very good, healthy living products because a woman at a networking event was, she was consistent. She always showed up. I, you know, I would show up and she just talked about the power of having a house free of toxic cleaners. Mm. And the way she was saying it, I was like, you know, that's something I've never really looked at. And I was like, hey, Lisa, why don't you come over and just help me go through my house once? She was happy to do it. Mm -hmm. And years later, we still buy hundreds of dollars of vitamin supplements from that company every month. So so it's like, so a couple of things that do seem to work is like, be consistent, show up, have your message, think about how you can help, ask questions. That's worked for others to me. Mm -hmm. And then what's mostly worked for me is I've made the best connections where like you and I are part of a women's professional group now where in the last year or two, we were like, let's do something for our corporate partners about resiliency. And you and I were part of a group that brainstormed a topic and a Zoom educational piece. And so you get to know your peers doing something together. So I almost think like if you're going to join a networking group, Maybe you don't necessarily have to be on the board, but be on a committee, serve in some way, really develop the relationships by connecting with the values of the group. And then that leads to people understanding the value you bring, and then they can refer you for business. Girl, you just said it all. I love it. (laughs) Because that's the truth. You know, many people think you can pop in periodically and develop that trust, and it just doesn't work that way. And I think that what you just said is just key. It's like when you see people consistently, they're very clear in their message and they know how to follow up in a way that doesn't feel weird, icky, slimy, all that craziness. It does result in business. And, and I mean, I think you're the perfect example. And I'll, I'll, you know, again, kind of allude back to the fact that yeah. I had seen you, I'd heard you, we'd connected. And when I knew it was time for me to kind of step in to that money leadership role, you were the person I called, right? I was like, hey, can we have lunch or can we? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's, you know, and it's especially, you know, the work that I do and um, and it's evolved how I deliver my products. So there was a time when I was doing more uh, small group coaching or individual right. coaching. And now what I've done is I've taken my content and I've moved it into beautiful online self-directed teaching. And then once or twice a year, I'll lead a, a live group experience. Like I'm leading a 21 day activation for people mm-hmm. in September of 2021. Like, I, and I'll do something like that. And, you know, and so anyway, I do that maybe once or twice a year. And what, um, because the work that I do often has people confront like really competent, successful people, particularly who do want to have a bigger business impact, will reach an income ceiling 
or a pricing challenge, or they'll be in some kind of cycle of making money, but not keeping it or not quite paying themselves, you know, and those things, like sometimes there can be shame or upset or embarrassment. Yeah. And so it's nice to have a feeling I can trust the person with talking about that or be in a safe space to explore those things. Oh, man. Yeah. And you definitely provide that for sure. So I want to kind of shift a little bit, Karen, because I do believe that frequently relationships are the catalyst for our success and they kind of sometimes help us to pivot in a different direction or maybe see something we hadn't seen before. What relationships or connections have played the biggest role for you over the years? Yeah. You know, for me, uh, what I've discovered is I, I have really flourished when I've had the opportunity to speak, to share, to teach, and then develop some kind of camaraderie, and then been invited into another opportunity to, to do that. And I didn't realize quite so much that people have different models. Like some people really are like, you're very much the face of your brand. You're very much, uh, you have a unique approach to things and you're, you're telling and teaching in a way that's, that has your spin on it. Mm-hmm. Turns out for me, I have like an excellent deep consciousness and I do really well where I'm in front of an audience where I'm not necessarily their only coach. Mm-hmm. So for example, the brilliant Cynthia James, who is the one of the co-leaders of the Academy of Women Emerging, they're leading a year-long program that's a holistic program. And I'm their money expert. Tish is the sales expert. Like that model is a great one for me. So as I look into kind of legacy of my career and where can my self-directed programs do well, I'm looking to build relationships with marketing coaches who coach entrepreneurs who might want to have a money module or people who lead a group of realtors or network marketers and they are looking for content experts. Like, do you kind of see how it's like, I want to build relationships where if you always think about your ideal client, like sometimes there's, they have five or six different kinds of coaches that work with them. So I'm looking to collaborate with the other people that might be serving that person. That is fantastic. And such a clear explanation because sometimes we're trying to figure out how am I going to do all this by myself? And I'm like, I'm like, I work really good in community (laughs) and I love love that model as well. And I'm so glad that I get a chance to play with you in that um, space or one of those spaces. So as people are listening, I'm sure people are going, hey, I would love to talk to her about that because I have a space in my in my business or something like that, as well as people who are already in those types of groups who are like, I'd love to have that expertise in my in my business. So I have a question for you. If you can sum up your journey, Karen, in one word, what would that word be? I saw that question. I was like, it's a good question. (laughs) You know, I think my word, it's purpose. And uh, this is a, a, you know how you keep things. This is a rock that's heavy Mm -hmm. with the word purpose on it. 
that is from when I became a spiritually, a licensed spiritual counselor at the Agape Center in the year 2000. And the word is purpose. So purpose to me is a combination of spiritual guidance with practical action. Oh, wow. I love it. I love that word. And I can so see that. I find for me, that word is powerful because when I don't want to do something, when I think about, okay, what's my purpose and how is that, you know, what I'm doing, how is it going to get me closer to my purpose? It helps me. And yeah. it also helps me to stop doing the things that I ought not be doing if it's not aligned with you purpose. Know, you know, we have a mutual friend, um, Dina Patton. Yes. Who, and what she sometimes, you know, like I, someone had asked me to speak at a thing and I was like, sure. Like, didn't even, you know, like, I can't, like, I just was a little bit like, I guess I should say yes. And she, I mean, she kind of like folded her arms and she's like, now what is the strategic intent here? What is the outcome we are going to achieve together? How will this benefit? You know? And I was like, my God, what a reasonable and smart way. (laughs) So like, what is the purpose? You know, I can be sometimes like also like like that that would be like on my growing edge is to be a little bit even more proactive about living to my purpose rather than they asked yeah and you know it's it's interesting and i find that that is such a sign of maturity and just real clear understanding of your purpose because i it's it's so much better and i find that i do people a disservice now if I say yes to the things that I ought to say no to. Exactly. You know, and exactly. I would much rather refer someone who would be a better fit <laughs> than to say yes to something just to be polite. Cause I'm like, I'm over that. I'm, you know, I'm at a, I've, I've crossed a certain f- phase in my life, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Oh, no time for that anymore. <laughs> so. Exactly. Well, and, and really the repetitions and the opportunities. And if it's a, if it's a summit with someone who's brand new and they're doing their first one, there's probably another expert who would be, it would be a great learning experience. And so just like, that's not a bad, it's a smart financial choice to think about. Like, I only do what is really mine to do. I price my own time. Well, yeah. All that is fantastic. I want to find out, you know, who do you believe, Karen, you are uniquely gifted to serve. So those people who are listening and saying, man, she sounds great. Is, is, is this a good fit for me? Who do you believe you're uniquely gifted to serve? You know, my ideal client would be um, an entrepreneur or creative individual. And about 70% of my clients are women yeah. who already is activated on some kind of spiritual or personal growth journey and who wants to go to the next level with their money. So someone who knows they can make more money knows that they can get out of chronic cycles of either debt or feeling undercharging or not paying themselves fully, and just knows that they could have more organization, less time wasted, less energy drained in their financial life. Like So, so someone who wants the money activation and knows that a deeper spiritual walk could help. And so that's really the ideal client. And these days, it would also be someone who knows themselves enough that they would sign up for a self-directed program and do this stuff. So if like, like, and we all like, you know, I've done self-directed programs where it was like, I know I need to do this, so I'm going to do it. 
if you're that, if that's up for you, then my stuff would be a great fit. Oh my God. And it is so fantastic. I just want to say, you know, be on, because some people think someone who's teaching on money is really talking about budgeting and all. And I mean, and you can help with that stuff, I'm sure. And it's, it, it, you get into that in some cases, but getting through like money shame and dealing, like you said, getting out of those cycles of sabotage and really helping people to see themselves in the way I, I'll describe it in the way I found it, to see themselves as God sees you opposed to how you've been behaving, you know, and getting past that, that for me was like the biggest breakthrough ever. And so I, I would add to that, if you'll allow me to, those people who are kind of like, yeah, I don't just need budgeting. I don't still need how to figure out how to manage my checkbook. Yeah. I need to get deep, you know, get past yes. these deeper issues. That for me was the biggest thing, Karen. And I think you are the best as it pertains to that type of work. Well, thank you so much. Tish, you honor me with, the, you know, you're sharing your vulnerability and your journey and your breakthroughs are like, I feel very honored to have been a part of that journey for you. Well, I appreciate you being a safe space and letting me pull you into a coffee shop in the middle of central Phoenix and just blood, just literally just take it all out. <laughs> I know. And you know, it was so great. I still remember that because it, the place was packed. This was, yeah. uh, this was back in a time when you'd go to a coffee shop and everyone's like yelling right next to you. Because it was so packed and noisy, it was like great privacy for the two yes. of us. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, that was the moment you said yes to your future. Yes. Oh, my God. I just adore you so much. And um, I'm glad to have had you. I'm looking forward to continuing to do work with you. And I'm so glad to introduce you to the rest of the world that has not yet experienced the brilliance of Karen Rousseau. Thank you so much for being here. And before we leave, tell everybody how they can reach you. Yes. The best place to go is to go to my website, which is themoneykeys.com, themoneykeys.com. And you can find me on Facebook at, um, you can go just Google The Money Keys as well. Sounds great. You guys stop what you're doing. Go find themoneykeys.com because it can literally change your life. Karen, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Networking School. Make sure you head over to tishtimes.com to take my complimentary quiz to determine if you are ready for big sales in your business. Frequently, we say things like, I want to make more money, I want to increase my revenue, but we don't always have the things necessary to receive big sales in our business. Once you complete your quiz, you'll have an opportunity to schedule time to debrief with me so we can talk about what needs to happen for you to really increase your revenue in your business. Don't forget that networking is the entry point to your sales process. And so you want to make sure that not only are you networking well, but you have the things in place to make big sales in your business. Make sure to follow and subscribe to Networking School on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all the other wonderful places where you get your podcasts. I would be so grateful if you left a review of the show and also make sure to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. I can't wait to see you next week here on Networking School.